1: 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. Today is Veterans Day. It's a day honoring those living and dead that have served in the nation's armed forces. Vice President Mike Pence participated in the annual National Veterans Day observance at Arlington National Cemetery.
2: To the men and women of the armed forces of the United States of America and to all our veterans who have worn the uniform of this great nation. Happy Veterans Day.
1: The day used to be called Armistice Day, which began on November eleventh, 1919, the first anniversary of the end of World War I. Alabama State Senate candidate Roy Moore continues to deny allegations of sexual misconduct. He spoke out today at a public appearance, the first one since the allegations were reported by the Washington Post. This is SRN News. Today is Veterans Day, a day to honor the brave men and women who have guarded and fought for our freedom around the world. Today and every day, when you see a veteran, thank them for their service and their sacrifice. We send our best wishes to our American heroes, our veterans, and thank you for keeping us from harm. AM-1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Happy Veterans Day, and thank you to all the vets out there for your service from everyone here at AM 1280. The Patriot, just after 2 o'clock here in the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, let's take a peek at the Vets' Day forecast. Mostly sunny, we'll top out around 40. Mid-20s for the low, mostly sun, and mid-30s for Sunday. The second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is coming up next here on The Patriot. Be sure to tune in to Brad Carlson tomorrow at 2 p.m., and for the best economic insight, it's King Banyan on Business 1440, Saturday and Sunday at 9. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great
0: to be
3: back in Minnesota today.
1: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch
3: Berg. AM
0: 1280,
3: The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join us, and I hope you do. We're also found on the web at uh, on Twitter at NARN. That's the hashtag. Northern Alliance Radio Network is the place to go. Uh, check us out. We're, uh, we're on here. We've been on here every Saturday afternoon, uh, barring the occasional holiday. And one, count it, one, count it, one only, Blizzard, back in I think 2009 it kept us off the air for one Saturday. That was it. We've been on the air uh, every Saturday and most Sundays uh, since 2004. <laughs> it's hard to keep track sometimes. Going on 14 years. My name is Mitch Berg. my blog Shot in the I'm also found on the web at True North, look true The official center right for uh, Center for Center Right Public Opinion just celebrated its 10th anniversary 3 months ago, still going on strong. Check it out. 651 is the number to call. Well, it's another week and another tragedy, Uh, another tragedy. And I hate to use the term tragedy when it comes to discussing mass shootings. This is an atrocity. It's an atrocity. A guy uh, upset about, uh, about, (laughs) with his in-laws, went and executed them and uh, a total of 26 people at a church in a small town in Texas, killing a good, I believe, what, a quarter of the entire congregation and wounding many more. I mean, virtually the entire congregation was either killed, wounded, or closely related to someone who was uh, in this attack. And we, there's a few elements of the pattern that we see that uh, that that hold true. As usual, as is almost inevitably the case, the murderer, Devin Kelly, uh, selected a a soft target because while Texas is famous for being the place where people can have guns all over the place and some people on the left say oh, isn't, isn't all of Texas a a, a, a a open carry zone no it's not and one of the things that uh, one of the places you are not legally allowed to carry a gun even with a permit in Texas is a church and I believe if I'm not mistaken that carrying in a church if you are caught is a misdemeanor I could be wrong I mean one of the Great testimonies to the wisdom of the people who acted and wrote uh, Minnesota's uh, carry permit law in 2003 was was they said if you're if you're caught, if you're an otherwise law abiding citizen you, if you're in a place that's uh, labeled gun free by the state it's not a felony it's not a misdemeanor it's a it's a trespass infraction. 25 bucks if the police may have to make you leave. And by the way, if there's other charges, if you resist being ejected, well, then you've got some problems. Uh, you, if you resist a lawful order, then you're probably going to lose your permit and your gun and your freedom if you keep that up long enough. But And by the way, nobody in Minnesota has, the best of my knowledge, in the last 14 years that we've had shall issue carry permits in this state. Uh, some of the other patterns that held true, uh, this is – actually, this is one part that broke the pattern. Uh, Devin Kelly uh, was a veteran of the United States Air Force, but not one of the ones that the Air Force is especially proud of. He was court-martialed for a number of things, including domestic abuse, uh, where he injured his spouse and uh, and ch- child rather grievously. I mean, he was not just a domestic abuser, but a pretty nasty one. He was court-martialed. He was convicted. Uh, of of a level of crime that had it been reported to the national uh, instant criminal uh, database, the NICS system, that uh, is what every gun dealer in the country calls when you're trying to buy a gun from them, he'd have been disallowed from buying a gun. He'd be disallowed from getting uh, buying a gun, much less getting a carry permit. But the Air Force didn't report his in, his his conviction to the NICS. So he was able to buy guns completely with impunity. Which is something to remember next time you see some bobbleheaded acolyte of, of moms want action or quote protect end quote Minnesota or every town for gun safety or the Brady mob uh saying, Well, we need to have universal background checks. Yeah, you see, background checks, A, are only as good as the data that they are presented with. And the data is that's as presented is only as good as each level of government is diligent. And as we saw, there are levels of government that just don't think it's worth the effort to update the national database with all of their run-of-the-mill, day-to-day, week-in, week-out crimes. And the U.S.'s Air Force's sloth in doing this indirectly led... I'm not going to say it was responsible for 26 deaths, because Devin Kelly and Devin Kelly alone is responsible for that. But indirect, it, it aided and abetted him. And if there are going, to, boy, there, there, if there aren't lawsuits against the United States Air Force for that little bit of negligence, there had better be. That's what lawsuits are for. And here's hoping they uh, they, they are painful to someone in the chain of command and uh, someone in the bureaucracy. But it's not just negligence. I should say it's not just the the cause and effect negligence that we saw with the Air Force. There are entire classes of data that could be used to to tighten up the effectiveness of the NICS database that various states, including Minnesota, are not reporting because statutorily they don't have to or they have been given the procedural leeway to, to wiggle out of it. There have been there's a, a number of class of, law, including civil commitments, I believe, under Minnesota law that the Minnesota Department uh, of uh, of Criminal Apprehension is should be reporting, but the statute doesn't require them to, and the legislation to fix that gap in our data reporting has been held up by, if memory serves, who? Oh yeah, the DFL metrocrats for years now. And by the way, should a mass shooting happen? that would have been prohibited by this bit of legislative sloth on the part of the DFL. Here's hoping someone sues them back to the Stone Age. Heaven forfend it happens. Uh, I'd rather have bad law than than mass murder, but let's shoot for neither, shall we? The parts that fit the pattern, however, are there. We have a loser, someone who planned his killing out to the nth degree, someone who basically spent a fair chunk of his life preparing for this event going out in a blaze of glory and notoriety because, like all spree killers, like I should say the vast majority of spree killers and rampage killers, which, by the way, is the correct term, mass shootings accounts for any shooting that accounts for more than four four or more victims, I guess three or more victims, any shooting. And, and by the way, this could be a botched robbery Uh, Even cases of self-defense where more than three criminals are shot justifiably counts as a mass shooting, according to FBI statistics. The the term we're looking for here is a spree killing or a rampage killing. Someone whose only motive is to kill and thereby achieve immortality, notoriety, infamy, whatever it is they're looking for. It's a pattern that, that the FBI discovered in profiling spree killers after Columbine. We'll talk more about that in a moment here. But one of the outputs from that research after Columbine, where, by the way, the, the research was undertaken because during the Columbine massacre, as we discussed in this broadcast in the past, the Jefferson County SWAT team stood around in its staging area for four hours because they were worried about bombs in the building. Justifiably so, there were bombs in the building, uh, but they were of no more use in resolving that situation than a Drum and Bugle Corps might have been. Uh, they were useless. and. That's just the way the police procedure was. After the, the, after the massacre, the FBI, their profilers, in fact, went through and profiled spree killers, people who go on these mass shooting rampages intending to achieve immortality, fame, uh, significance in their lives, which accounts for a lot of these mass shooters, the vast majority of them. And he found, And they found out that they tend to be losers in the classic sense of the term people who have never really accomplished much in their lives, people who have left themselves hand-packed, and spend a good chunk of their life and time and, and money planning to go out in a blaze of glory. One other element of the pattern fell in true and straight in Sutherland Springs, Texas this past week in a way that doesn't happen in enough of these mass shooting events, but does happen. After Columbine, the police discovered that the best way to stop a spree killing is to resist them with lethal force or even the threat of lethal force. I've documented on my blog at shotinthedark.info, and a link I'll post later on in the broadcast here, a, uh, a number of, of such episodes where a ma- someone has started off intending uh, to initiate a mass murder, a spree killing, a rampage killing, and has encountered a civilian with a gun who met their, their attack with lethal force and reacted exactly as the FBI in their initial behavior analysis of spree killers said that they would react. They tend to either give up or to run away and kill themselves. I've documented a number of such cases where even if the if the civilian doesn't kill the shooter, which has happened in 15 cases at least that I've documented it shot in the dark, uh, A number of these cases where, well, I'll I'll list two of them for you right now. Back in 2007, a a shooter, having already killed two people elsewhere in in, uh, Colorado Springs, walked into the New Life Christian Center in Colorado Springs, opened fire, killing two people before he was engaged by a woman. Gina Sam, who, by the way, had been a Minneapolis policewoman for a bit before leaving the force and moving to Colorado. Gina Sam, with her permitted handgun, fired back, wounded the guy who crept off somewhere else and shot himself. Some of my know-it-all lefty friends said, well, you can't credit the, the civilian for that. He shot himself. That's the point. That's what you want them to do. Another episode I've talked about it numerous times over the last six years on this broadcast, December 11th, 2011, uh, right before the Newtown massacre, right before Sandy Hook, three days before, in fact, uh, Jacob Roberts walked into a mall in, in in Portland, Oregon, opened fire with an AR-15, had a couple hundred rounds on him, so he clearly intended to keep going. Murdered two people when he saw a citizen, a fellow nicknamed Nick Melly, block, block his Glock, pointing at him, and that's it, Melly judged probably correctly that if he missed he could hit an innocent bystander and that leaves you (laughs) sorry folks unless you're in a very 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 gun-friendly jurisdiction even if you even in the middle of a mass shooting if you hit the wrong person you're legally liable and so he checked fire that didn't matter Jacob Roberts saw the armed resistance waiting for him he turned tail he ran into a gap he shot himself in the head he died that's one element of the pattern that's held true again, this week in Sutherland Springs, Texas. I don't know if I want to call it good news, because there's 26 bits of bad news that outweigh it. But you take what you can get. Uh, the massacre was ended by a good guy with a gun. A fellow named Stephen Williford uh, responded to the shooting uh, with his own AR-15 that he had up in his gun rack, yay, Texas. Fired a, shot, uh, a couple shots that apparently went through Kelly's body armor. Which, by the way, the media has been throwing out there as if the guy was driving a tank because he had body armor on. We'll come back and talk more about that when we return on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The, the left likes to tell you that a good guy with a gun never has a useful effect on crime. Point, set, and match. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. We talked about the weather. I
0: was wrong.
2: Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing. By using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy, we focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income. So you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com.
4: Online Trading
0: Academy Radio.
5: Radio. <laughs> dad says I'm his
4: pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right,
2: kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people, if you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America. America at 1-800-366-7773, or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach.
4: A baby child is being 18 days from conception.
2: Pro-life
0: across America!
6: Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. Lucky was our first family pet, and so we elected to name the company after her to kind of represent some of the values that she had that we like to carry over to our customers. Loyalty, allegiance, trustworthiness, and faithfulness. We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. Come into any Lucky Stations this month, mention the Patriot Radio, you'll get a free 2-liter Pepsi product with any store purchase or gas. We also want to send you to a Vikings game. Go to LuckyStations.com and register by November 30th. One winner gets a pair of tickets to the Vikings Cincinnati game. Our hope is to earn your business so you can make Lucky's your landmark for convenience and service. Now there's a Lucky's Station near you. Find them online at LuckyStations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM1280, The Patriot. AM1280, The Patriot.
3: Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. And I hope you do. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NARN. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hope you can join us. It's what I'm here for, after all. It's so called a talk show. Not a listen show. You can talk back. We would love to have you do exactly that. Go nowhere. You look down, you know, and you smirk. You smirk and let your
5: in So, yeah,
3: tomorrow out. is the album release party, by the way, for my band, the Supreme Soviet of Love's first album. It's called See Red, and by the way, this is the title cut by my zip code. Oh, call Anyway, by. we're going to be on the stage, outstage at You know, in St. Paul, starting uh, eight o'clock. The opening act, Elephant in the Room goes on at six thirty. Hope you can uh, make it down for that. Five dollar cover CDs will be on sale if you're an old-fashioned guy who likes to have you know CDs and the like. Anyway, I hope to see you there. We'll also be out at uh, with my other band, Elephant in the Room, uh, at the Sundance in Brook, no, Brooklyn no Maple Grove tonight. It was just north of. Uh, of uh, eighty one on Fernbrook, you just keep driving up eighty one till you run into some Fernbrook, and there you are. But a bang, boom, go get there. Uh, we'll be starting there at eight o'clock tonight, going till midnight, playing top forty covers. Actually, not top forty, uh, rock and roll covers from the fifties through the nineties, and maybe the occasional surprise. Uh, by the way, tomorrow night at the uh, at at uh, O'Gara's, we're going to have some special guests, including uh, perhaps a special guest well known to you here in the AM12A The Patriot audience. Uh, perhaps a singing a tune with if with us if things go well. So hope you can make it down for that. I've got a couple of things I'm going to read for you. I want you to tell what happened in common. Uh, Anniston, Alabama, uh, December 17th, 1992. Uh, two gummen run into a Shoney's in Anniston, uh, Alabama. Uh, They don't run out. (laughs) Pearl, Mississippi, 1997. After stabbing his mother to death, uh, Luke Woodham grabs a rifle and shoots at the students leaving school, killing two. Assistant principal uh, grabs his gun, apprehends the lad uh, before any more mayhem can happen. Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, 1998. 14-year-old Andrew Wirth shot and killed a teacher and wounded another, as well as two students at a middle school dance. Uh, He was apprehended by a good guy with a gun. Columbine, Colorado. Now, obviously, 13 died. It could have been a lot worse. A, a sheriff's deputy who was on duty returned fire against the two lads. And and while he didn't hit and he wound up retreating from the scene, uh, outnumbered as he was and outgunned as he may have been, uh, the the two killers retreated to the library and killed 13 students. Yeah, no way around that. But they weren't able to. Fuse the bombs that had set up around the school, and they weren't able to attack any other parts of the school where uh, kids were not, <laughs> any other parts of the school. Basically, the attack stopped there and, and retreated. So even though he didn't hit the uh, the two murderers, he may have saved dozens more lives. It's entirely possible. Appalachian School of Law, 2002. Former student at the school kills three and wounds three more, intended to kill many more between, before two students uh, using weapons they weren't supposed to have at the gun-free school, apprehended him. Tyler, Texas, 2005. David Arroyo murders his wife with an AK-47 and intends to murder his son and others at the courthouse when a carry permittee intervened, uh, shooting Arroyo. Now Arroyo was wearing body armor, which allowed him to kill Wilson, but Wilson's action is credited with saving. Many people. The New Life Church we already talked about, Gina the Hero there. When muck in Nevada, two thousand eight, Ernesto Villa Gomez walked into a bar, it's not a joke, three hundred people and they started blazing away in an episode that may have stemmed from a family feud, sort of like Sutherland Spring, Texas. He killed two before a civilian with a carry permit killed him. Atlanta, two thousand nine, two men walked into a party in Atlanta, began rigoners randy- 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 and eventually raping the women. A man with a carry permit retrieved a gun from his book bag, killed one assailant, and uh, wounding and scaring off the other who was later convicted of murder in his accomplice's death. 2010, New York Mills, New York. 80-year-old Abraham Dickin walked into an AT&T store with uh, with a hit list of six names he wanted to kill. He wounded one before he was shot by a citizen with a concealed handgun. Spartanburg, South Carolina, attempted church massacre, similar to Sutherland Springs in a similar town. Fellow walked in, uh, loaded down with a shotgun and a lot of ammunition. Parishioner initially tried to lock the door and then resisted with his firearm, uh, leading to the arrest uh, of of the, of the shooter and the saving of countless lives. Nobody died. Massive, Plymouth, Massachusetts, 2012, William Alabaugh was asked to leave a bar. He started to uh, blaze away uh, Snapped, killed two men, uh, killed one actually, uh, paralyzed, brain damaged another, and apparently had the intent to go on killing more before a citizen with a uh, concealed carry permit returned fire with his handgun. By the way, was in jail for 60 years. Good riddance. Uh, the, the Clackamas Mall massacre we talked about a moment ago, uh, Jacob Roberts in Portland, Oregon, uh, killed two saw that a citizen was pointing a gun at him, retreated into a gap, killed himself. End of story. Several such episodes in Chicago uh, where where a veteran with a carry permit uh, averted a mass murder in Chicago in 2014. The Navy recruiting a reserve station massacre in 2014 after Muhammad Yusuf Abdulaziz a massacred a number of people at a Marine recruiting station and moved on to the Navy Reserve Station in Chattanooga uh, intending to kill more people. The post commander carrying a personal handgun that he wasn't supposed to have because he's in the service. He disobeyed the law, and God only knows how many people are alive today because of it. Darby, Pennsylvania, 2014. Richard Plots, a patient with a history of causing trouble. Open fire at a clinic, killing a caseworker, wounding three more, intending to kill more, until Dr. Lee Silverman, with his permitted handgun, uh, killed plots. police credit him with killing nobody knows how many lives Philadelphia, two thousand fifteen uh, unidentified man and shot killed a man who responded to an argument in a West Philadelphia barbershop by pulling out a gun and blazing away at random at a crowded room full of people. Another episode in Chicago, 2015. 47 year old Uber driver with a carry permit in Chicago. Hard to believe he could get one. Uh, averted a mass shooting in Chicago. Same in Conyers, Georgia in 2015. Portland, Maine, in 2016, four people in cars at a Walmart in Portland started shooting at each other. Two armed citizens broke up the gunfight, leading to the arrests. Austin, student with a carry permit that he was just barely legal to carry on campus, averted a mass stabbing that killed one and injured three. Ended that, that episode. Walmart in Denver, a couple weeks back, citizens with guns respond to a mass shooter who murdered three people in a Walmart in Denver. Murdered three people at a Walmart in Denver. And then he saw a store full of armed Walmart customers decided better of things and he fled. We talked about that last week. The police were complaining because they had to go through the footage and find out who was the real shooter. I don't know. The one who had the bullets coming out the end of his gun. And, of course, this last, uh, couple days, this last Sunday in Sutherland Springs where after 26 were murdered and no one knows what the next uh, result was going to be. Stephen Williford grabbed his AR-15 and engaged the murderer, killing Kelly, uh, killing Devin Kelly uh, by hitting him twice, actually hitting him twice, uh, punching through his body armor at least once. Uh, Kelly broke off his attack, as, by the way, the FBI says they will do. And uh, eventually Kelly and uh, another bystander with a truck gave chase. Kelly drove off the road and killed himself before the, the battle could be rejoined. So the next time, by the way, I just read off probably 20 episodes right there, and it took a while to get through them. And it's not a complete count. There are others. Those are just the ones I've been able to actually get written down over the last few years on my blog at ShotInTheDark.info. So the next time you get some hamster from the gun control movement saying, no one has ever broken a mass shooting, go ahead. There you go right there. 20 examples of mass shootings stopped, averted, ended, frequently before... B- before, before much worse could have happened by who? People like you and I with guns. Let's go to the phone. South Minneapolis. Les, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch. Great show. Thank you very much. Uh, hey.
4: Yeah, I got one to add to your list. It was in South Minneapolis roughly between the last three to five years. An old lady is walking out of a large box grocery store. Oh, yeah. Too old, we're talking. Seventies. And uh, some thug is pistol whipping her. Yep,
3: that was the and Darren a Ivanovich case. Gun,
4: yep, that's good the good guy with a gun took it out of the bad guy with
3: a gun. Exactly. That was the uh, the Darren Ivanovich case, and we talked about that. That was in 2002. By the way, thanks for reminding me, Les. That's an excellent result. Now, it's not a mass shooting. It was a robbery. And so I, I draw a distinction between the two. Uh, and by the way, I have another page at shotinthedark.info uh, with a long list of Minnesotans with carry permits who have averted crimes. Now, no mass shootings that we're aware of yet have been averted by a good guy or gal with a gun in Minnesota. But you're right. Uh, And and, and you bring up a point, by the way, that the media and the left, pardon the redundancy, keep missing. And that is, while mass shootings grab the headlines and happen because headlines happen, quite frankly, uh, the vast majority of murders in this country are criminal on criminal or criminal on citizen. One party or the other or both has a crime record. And in the case that you're talking about that uh, Les was just mentioning, the case of Darren Ivanovich, a thug who pistol whipped a, I believe, 50-something Latina uh, office cleaner who just cashed her check at the Cub on East Lake Street and fled and was chased by a good guy with a gun, a citizen, a good Samaritan, as he was referred to. Uh, Ivanovich pulled his gun. The citizen got the drop, fired, killed Ivanovich, and was hailed as a hero by... Mike Freeman <laughs> just shows you the world has slipped off when Mike Freeman is hailing a, a gun owner. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Join us, won't you please, on the Northern Alliance AM 1280 The Patriot.
7: a water problem can you call benjamin franklin plumbing
1: sounds like it's the water softener i don't think a plumber
3: is gonna help well that's not true dan america's plumbers are water experts they protect the health and safety of this great nation if anyone can fix your water softener it's benjamin franklin plumbing
1: thanks announcer guy now get
0: 150
1: off a new water softener from benjamin franklin plumbing call 877 ben 1776 Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S., with one box being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area, risk-free, plus free shipping. Call 800-330-6865. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your hair growth results. Guaranteed. Viviscal is
0: so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair.
1: Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that calls now gets a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call now, 800-330-6865. 800-330-6865. That's 800-330-6865. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals.
0: Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money back guarantee. To register, call 877 907 trade. That's 877 907 8723 or go to tradeway.com. That's tradeway.com.
7: The fish twin Cities.com is home to the best in today's Christian music, the best melodies.
5: The top
0: artists
5: and the greatest message.
7: You're a good, good it's who you are. Listen on the fish twin Cities.com and with the free mobile app, the fish twin cities safe for the whole family. AM
3: 1280 the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, four, four, eight, eight. remember to call should you care to join us, and I, I sincerely hope that you do. If you're a uh, Nebraska fan, I'll forgive a certain amount of despondency, hey, I'm sorry, I've got no dog in this fight. My team is undefeated so far this year, so. <laughs> sorry. It stays like this. i got friends who are Huskers fans and, and Go-Go's fans, and I, I. it stays like this. I give thanks for the fact that I I, I went to a school that nobody cares about, the NAIA Division Three school, where nobody cares about the standings. Uh, and the points don't count, as Drew Carey used to say. Uh. But that's new here. My my team, the Bison, remain undefeated and will hopefully going on to their uh, seventh national championship in uh, six national championship. In, no, seventh and eight years, I believe it is. So anyway, they're winning a lot. What can I say? I mean, it's just wins as wins. By the way, how about those Eagles? A little less. <laughs> See if Carson Wentz gets to the Super Bowl this year in his second year in the league. Fingers crossed. 651 is the number to call. By the way, uh, a previous caller, Les, brought up the Darren Ivanovich shooting. Uh, when you get to talking with metro area gun controllers, they say, well, good people with guns never stop crimes. And, and, and the Ivanovich shooting was one of many that I bring up. There've, again, it's shot in the dark, that info. I run a, a running list of Minnesotans with carry permits who've stopped crimes, stopped criminals in many cases. And the list just keeps getting longer and longer. This past week. Uh, Star Tribune reports man with a permit to carry shoots would be armed robber in downtown St. Paul. The suspect had his gun pointed at three people in a car in Lower Town, said police, with a handgun pointed at him and his passengers. A man behind the wheel of a car in downtown St. Paul responded with his own gun and shot the perpetrator, authorities said on Wednesday, just as Wednesday. Uh, the thwarted stick up occurred shortly before 8 p.m. near 6th and Wakota Street and the Lower Town area, and close to many dining and drinking establishments. Well, there's a shock, police said. Police said the driver holds a government-issued permit to carry a firearm. Police are withholding his identity due to safety concerns, said police spokesman Steve Linders. The wounded man, 31 years old and from St. Paul, uh, was taken to Regent's Hospital and was expected to survive, said Linders. The driver told police at the scene near Mears Park that the suspect approached his car and, quote, pointed a handgun at the people in the vehicle, Linders said. The motorist, quote, produced a handgun and shot and struck the man standing outside, end quote, the spokesman continued. Linders said it appears that the wounded man was attempting to rob the vehicle's three occupants. The suspect has yet to be charged. The Star Tribune generally does not name suspects until they are charged. The suspect's criminal history in Minnesota... Oh, gosh, the paper actually went into this. The suspect's criminal history in Minnesota includes convictions for robbery, drug dealing, and disorderly conduct. We well, see the Star Tribune's getting better because after the Ivanovich shooting, which uh, Les mentioned uh, in, a, in our last phone call here, the Star Tribune basically went out and, and wrote this hagiographic this puff piece about the deceased, about how he was just turning his life around. You ever notice how? Everyone who 's shot by a citizen or a policeman who's just turning their life around all they needed was one more break, and they 'd be heading to Johns Hopkins Medical School. They were just turning their way I hate to rip on the deceased like that I mean there but for the grace of God go a lot of our kids uh, but yeah this the star Tribune is, is is at least learning to to check into some of these uh, the criminals who who run a foul of armed citizens now and finding out that there's probably a pretty good reason that the citizens are are taking the matters legally into their own hands as the law allows them to in self-defense subjects. Uh, crisp, uh, criminal history in Minnesota includes convictions for robbery, dealing drugs, and disorderly conduct. Gosh, what could possibly have gone wrong there? And Maybe he was just fundraising for a non-profit. Maybe he's a, a community organizer uh, in the making, perhaps. Maybe he just wanted to get into the Melvin Carter celebration, not knowing that it had been the previous night. Who knows? All we know is the next time you see a Minnesota liberal saying that no good guy with a gun ever does anything useful when it comes to crime, I have just given you a couple of stacks of information, one nationwide where citizens have averted ended, stopped, turned back mass murders, and one where Minnesotans have averted, stopped, put a complete punctuation on more mundane but still perfectly serious crimes, it could very well result in people getting killed. It's just important way of showing how, how Democrats, the big left, not all Democrats, there's some very solid Democrats out there who are very commonsensical on on, on the citizens' right to, to keep and bear arms and defend themselves. We wouldn't have the, the law we have in Minnesota, which, by the way, is a very sensible, uh, prudent, uh, and in many ways progressive law for self-defense, at least when it comes to carry permitting and where people are allowed to carry guns, uh, without the help of a lot of good Democrats from greater Minnesota, as it happens. Unfortunately, uh big left and the DFL that works for it in this state Frequently uh, winds itself uh, up in much less uh, useful affectations in dealing with crime. Uh, One of these popped up this last week. Now, 20-odd years ago, when Minnesota and the nation were in the midst of a terrible crime wave, probably the worst since the Depression, in fact. It started in the 80s and lasted through the 90s. Quite a few jurisdictions who worked, by the way, with groups like the National Rifle Association actually did something useful uh, they passed a, a series of laws that enhanced the penalties for using a gun in a crime. And unlike an awful lot of government efforts in a lot of areas, this, these laws actually had an effect. And they're still having an effect. They're, they're a part of the reason that violent crime and gun c- crime dropped 50% over the past 20 years. And I've said it before. I'll say it again now. Think about that. If cancer deaths or high school dropouts or drunk driving accidents drop 50% in 20 years, the landed punditry would be hopping all over themselves to praise the miracle that had just happened in front of all of our eyes. A 50% drop in anything bad in 20 years is a wonderful thing. Well, these laws had a disproportionate effect in reducing violent and gun crime and gun homicides, for that matter, 50% over 20 years. Here in Minnesota, we unfortunately have a congenital problem. They're called metro area Democrat legislators and courts and other jurisdictions who just don't like sentencing people. Uh, And some of them, it's just misplaced humanitarianism. In some place, it's well-earned flexibility in sentencing. Sometimes it works. Usually it doesn't. But It's said that three consecutive Ramsey County attorneys, Tom Foley, Susan Gertner, who we've talked about in this broadcast a lot in the past, and the current uh, county attorney, John Choi, between them, never once used these sentence enhancements. We're talking enhancement that allows them to tack five years onto a jail term for any crime that uses a firearm. I believe it's even more if there's any actual violence that takes place, uh, as I recall. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh every single time if they bring the if they bring the enhancement up at all, they deal it away on plea bargains every single time they had the opportunity. And the pattern continued this past week. Earlier this year we talked about a good guy with a gun, a, a employee at a cell phone store in Invergrove Heights that shot a robber with a handgun for which he had a permit. Now the robber, once he got out of the hospitals, got Jacked up on a raft of charges. His accomplice should have, by the way, as well. Well, what are you supposed to happen this week? Charges have been dropped, according to the Star Tribune, against a 32 year old man who was a suspect and accomplice in a, of accomplicing, uh, being an accomplice in connection to an armed robbery at a, a, a Verizon wireless dealer in Invergrove Heights. Court records show Jamal Marquis had three charges dropped, including aggravated first-degree robbery, possession of a firearm by an ineligible person, and possession of a firearm with a serial number removed. Well, of course, there's nothing new there. We've seen this before. Uh, the the, the Ram- Dakota County, as well as Ramsey County officials, seem to have this talent for bending over backwards to avoid trying to give anybody... Uh, any jail time for using a gun. Using, in other words, the charge, uh, the the sentencing enhancements that that a generation of politicians, Democrat and Republican, anti-gun as well as National Rifle Association, hammered out to deal with this exact same problem. Same thing happened, by the way, two years ago when uh, a citizen shot a, a young fellow who was trying to rob him with a stolen gun. People said, why aren't these accomplices, three accomplices of the of the deceased lad being charged under this as accomplices in a gun crime and getting thrown this enhancement at them. And the woman from the county attorney's office looked us in the eye and said, this is not the sort of case that this was intended to deal with. But but if you read the statute, it's exactly what it was intended to deal with. Yet again, the bureaucracy in the Twin Cities bends over backwards to avoid holding a, a, gu- a gun criminal culpable for what they did. Because presumably that would take time away from persecuting law-abiding gun owners. I don't know. Let's go to the phones. In St. Paul, Gary, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, the guy that got arrested for breaking into uh, our new mayor, Melvin Carter's house, his name is LaRobin Scott. Okay. And in the paper it said he was out. He, he was in jail, but he was out. But he was being sentenced two weeks ago for another burglary, burglary uh, crime. And I've been trying to follow up on this, and it's not on the state database. And I have a few phone calls and a few emails to Ramsey County Attorney's Office, and they haven't been able to get back to me. Huh? Hard now, to he's believe. A that, he's a guy that stole, they well, haven't found him on him, but he's the guy that allegedly stole two handguns from. Melvin Carter. Carter. Mayor-elect Carter, yep. Wh- why isn't he being sentenced for the past crime? Or why can't they tell me these things?
3: You know, that is a great question, and that's that's worth asking as well. I might have to throw a question down there myself because uh, we've been through this before. I mean, the, 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 the sentence enhancements, the charges, the—, the they're all out there waiting to be used to try to deter this exact sort of thing. And yet, over and over again, nearly every time uh, that it's that, that a criminal is an alleged criminal or a criminal is eligible to be having their sentence enhanced in this way, they, they refuse to do it. And it's my theory that they want to do it basically to avoid giving the NRA uh, any credit for any re- reduction in crime. But of course these laws were passed at the behest of shooters all over the place I mean as well as as well as Democrats with an actual sense of responsibility Northern Alliance radio network am 12 a the Patriot go nowhere but it's
6: almost Monday, I think I'm with no-
1: AM-1280, The Patriot.
6: Are
7: you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business. And then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals. We would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132.
5: So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MetaShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE.
6: I'm sure that every one of you understands the importance of oral care to your overall health. There's no denying the connection. I'm also sure that many of you have a sensitive mouth or sensitive gums or painful canker sores or sadly, maybe even chemo sores from cancer treatment. What you may not know is that your mouthwash, especially if it's one of the brands that burns, may be making things worse. You should try non-irritating, alcohol-free, closest Oral Rinse. That's C-L-O-S-Y-S closest is like first aid for your mouth it's as gentle as water but it helps relieve common but uncomfortable even painful issues in your mouth unlike other mouthwashes closest is also ph balanced which eliminates the burn and irritation try closest oral rinse for sensitive mouth gums and canker sores for pain-free oral care that's c-l-o-s-y-s closest learn more about the gentle effective oral rinse at closest.com or get closest today at walgreens cvs health and walmart
3: 651-289-4488 four, four, eight, eight, The number to call It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network AM 1280 The Patriot It's Veterans Day And as we've discussed in the past, I, I shy away of saying thank you for your service to your veterans because I know particularly for people who've been in combat, especially in, in combat in, in confusing asymmetric wars, how do you thank people for, for what they do in situations like that, in wars like that, in, in, in places like that where right and wrong is so flipped on its head and, and, and things that you just can't explain to people who aren't there are the norm. Thank you for doing things that are morally unthinkable to all of us civilians it just rings a little odd. And so, all due respect I don't I I don't thank you for your service so much as I I I'm glad you made it back. I appreciate the time you devoted, <laughs> the years of your life you devoted to this country. I know that this country and this world is a better place for the time that you spent and the part of your life that you donated to the rest of us. And I appreciate that. I, I If you haven't watched the movie, The Best of you, Our Lives, it's from 1946. It's a classic movie that won uh, the Academy Award for Best Picture that year. Uh, it was a story of three servicemen coming home from World War II, which, by the way, is a very different war than today. This is a war where... Uh, one out of eight Americans, I believe, trying to do the math in my head here, roughly one out of every eight Americans was in the military during that war. Twelve million Americans served in World War II out of a nation of about 160 million, half half the size of our country today. If you can imagine 16 million American uniform, Americans in uniform today— Uh, That would be roughly the same scale we're talking about. Actually, not even more than that. Uh, 24 million Americans in uniform. If you can imagine that today, one out of every eight American citizens in the military somewhere in the world, uh, a lot of them doing support roles, mechanics, clerks, bakers, uh, people testing airplanes, but an awful lot of them in combat, under fire, all over the world, on every continent except Antarctica at the time, literally. I mean, every place in the world that you could be, they were. Uh, they donated. Uh, they gave. They gave, in many cases, you know, World War II. I mean, it was it was a national struggle. Everyone had a stake in it. Every family had uh, someone either in the service or. Or multiple people in the service, as in my, my ex-in-law's family. My ex-father-in-law was one of, I believe, seven or eight brothers, and all of them served. One of them died uh, when his to- destroyer was torpedoed. My ex-father-in-law himself spent uh, three years on a destroyer, a uh, year and a half, I believe, on a destroyer, including months and months. and It was two years on the destroyer, including 18 months without setting foot on dry land uh, in the Pacific. Uh, story I've written about a number of times on my blog. Anyway, Best Years of Our Lives was a story of a completely different war. Obviously, it was a national effort. Everyone had skin in that game. It was a story of three servicemen who came home from the war, a bank loan officer who'd spent the war as an infantry platoon sergeant, a a former soda jerk who'd won a distinguished flying cross as a a bombardier on a B-17, and a sailor who'd lost both of his hands when his ship was sunk. Um, By the way, played by, uh, in order, Frederick March. Uh Dana Andrews is the bombardier, and Harold Russell, who was a actually a former paratrooper who'd lost his hands for real in a, a training accident uh while serving in the 17th Airborne Division. And he won a best supporting Oscar, uh best supporting actor Oscar for that uh, role, which was his only role ever as an actor, actually, I believe. Uh and it was about all the difficulties that veterans then had readjusting to life at home. And then so it just shows that this the subject didn't spring out of nowhere during Vietnam, and it certainly didn't spring out of nowhere with today's veterans, many of whom are having a hard time readjusting to life here in, in the civilian world. You go, I urge you to go back through history. and uh, Stephen Ambrose's book, Citizen Soldiers, has an excellent account of the difficulties that even the World War II generation had in readjusting to life in civilian life. And this was at a time when people were less focused on your feelings. Certainly your people were expected to suck it up and get on with life to a great extent. And contrary to popular myth, an awful lot of World War II veterans had a lot of trouble with that. Vietnam veterans, of course, their difficulties in readjusting were were a major pop culture uh, fixation for years. I mean, some Quite a few American movies were based around veterans who of Vietnam who had a hard time readjusting to straight life. Uh, good, bad, and ridiculous, to, depending on which ones you're talking about. Seen fewer movies about people in the last two wars. We've had the global war on terror. And, of course... Uh the Gulf War, which, to some extent, is a forgotten war in a lot of respects, although a lot of its veterans are in their forties and fifties now, and at a time in their lives where the time they spent overseas, even for a relatively short, relatively clean war a war that had kind of a hard beginning and a hard stop uh there's issues that that they brought back with them here as a result of their service and of course. The war we have right now where people are going overseas and have gone overseas over the last 16 years, tour after tour after tour, four, five, six times overseas uh, under fire, uh, combination of boredom and terror uh, dominating their lives for years of their lives. Now, our society today, unlike World War II, is a society where 1% of the population ever serves in uniform. I'm not one of them. I saw that chance to serve, and I wound up going with the full-ride scholarship, for better or worse. Uh, Given the choice to do again, I might do the same. Who knows? We can't change the past. We can just talk about it. But for those who did make that choice, for those who did spend the best years of your lives uh, fighting a war that most of us can't possibly understand, this is your day, and I'm hoping you're having the best one you can, Uh, and I'll just humbly say – You know, whatever you need, give me a holler. Whatever humble little I can do, uh, if you need it, I can. Thank you very much for tuning in, all of you. Thanks for tuning in. Have have the best Veterans Day you possibly can. Uh, Say say thanks in your own way to those who have served. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
0: The IRS doesn't mess around. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. If you owe back taxes, call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Don't delay. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-364-9188. 800-364-9188. Optima
5: Tax Relief.
2: Are you concerned about not having enough money to pay bills, savings for college, or to secure a comfortable retirement? At Online Trading Academy, learn to trade and invest to make a second income to avoid always having more month than money. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone by hitting pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA. Or register at LearnWithOTA.com. Get
0: that.
7: Self motivated and creative? Oh, you betcha, yeah. Do you believe in the importance of small business? Oh, yeah. Then call us. We're looking to add an additional account executive here at Salem Media Twin Cities, and you may be perfect for our team. If you're outgoing and enjoy helping local businesses reach their potential, call today at 651 289 4418. That's 651 289 4418.
6: Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer.
5: America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's
4: heart is beating 18 days from conception.
0: Pro-Life Across America, the world people. This is a AM-